welcome everybody to the Magic Beans Podcast. We are back again for episode number 181. I'm your host tonight, and my name is Shorty, and I have just one bean on the line in the form of Chewy. How's it going, mate? Good, mate. Good, but I I think we need to stop and start recording all over again because you didn't introduce yourself as pro tour competitor, Shorty. <laughs> so it's it's been lonely at the top. For me, right? <laughs> As the only bean that, that's experienced, you know, Pro Tour uh, gameplay. Pro Tour, yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now, you know, you've uh, you've joined me. You've experienced it. You've, sounds like you had an absolutely amazing time. I can't wait to uh, sort of unpack it. But I, I it like, like jokes aside, I, I hope that now you're home, you go, I, I did it. You know, I, I did that thing. And because it's a massive achievement and, you know, you've been playing Magic for all this time and how many PTQs and top eights and everything and being able to get to a pro tour or sure, different game, different game doesn't matter, right? It could be Warhammer, it could be a sporting event, whatever to play at, do anything at the highest possible level uh, is a massive achievement. So I want to kick off the podcast with like saying that that is awesome and please give yourself just five minutes to just bask in that because you deserve it. <laughs> Well, thanks, mate. Yeah, I, yeah uh, it's good. I, def- I definitely competed at a, well, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd call it competing. I attended a pro tour, <laughs> and, and I'm sure we'll get into I, uh I did not do very well, but- uh, You didn't have zero yeah. in the win column, so no, I didn't, you, no. you, I, I you definitely did, competed. Uh, yes we uh we will get into that as you commented before uh before we started recording that uh, i didn't come home with an american accent which is a good thing but uh i don't know which accent i would come back with i I, you know sort of talking to all the different guys there it's it's crazy how different the accents can be in the u.s and that's something i was sort of talking to a few of the guys over there that's something we don't really get in australia like you, you sort of get the closest we get is castle and castle yeah yeah i was gonna say like you get the South Australians who say a few weirds word, a few few weirds word, a few words weird. <laughs> uh, but other than that, you know, you get a bit of variation in our accents, but generally we all sound mostly the same. Yeah, you but get there's America, a few like, things like me. Queenslanders say a and things like that, but yeah, we yeah I look much smaller populations probably like that. And it's like you can literally go two blocks in London and yeah, yeah you know people different. sound different. It's it's, yep. it's very very interesting and just not something we experience here, as you said. So yeah, yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, tonight we're uh, yeah we're gonna spend a fair bit of time talking about my my US trip and, and a bit of Battle Spirit Saga and that sort of stuff. And yeah, I guess just sort of do a little bit of a wrap of the year and. I guess sort of chat about how the year's gone and you know where we're at that sort of stuff and uh, yeah this will be our final podcast for the year we are very very close to Christmas as my kids keep pointing out to me and you know we're we're now at the what's well, only four more sleeps until it's Christmas so as my bank balance keeps pointing out to me <laughs> yeah, yes yes definitely feel like that after especially after my trip to, to the US yeah, very very, very, very true. poor timing. But, uh, yeah, this will be it for this year because we'll be all, uh, you know, having holidays and having well-deserved breaks and that sort of thing. Although you are, as you, you told me just before, you are basically working through the Christmas period, taking one for the team. Yeah, it's my turn. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, uh, yeah. It's a shame, but, yeah, like you said, someone, someone's got to do it and I'm sure your team will appreciate that you're the person doing it this year. But 
before we get into any of that, (laughs) (laughs) you'd hope they do, we do need to shout out our awesome sponsors who've been with us through thick and thin for uh, a few years now. So uh, tell everyone about Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, Chewy. Absolutely. So Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar are the official sponsors of the Magic Beans podcast and our tournament series. They are a Facebook auction group with nightly auctions, win it now lots, claim lots. They run a lot of giveaways uh, and you can find those guys at jpmtgbazaar.com.au. That will take you directly to their Facebook page where you can get bidding, pick up some amazing deals on physical magic cards. They're full-time auctioneer means that you have their full attention. They have the best com- communication and shipping going around. So go over jpmtgbazaar.com.au, outbid your friends by a dollar, and tell them that the beans sent you. Very good. And, yeah, speaking of beans and giveaways, I don't know if you saw, but uh, our current invitational champion, Plunksy, the uh, the reigning champion, got to, to design the special token for, for being the Envy champion that uh, the would give out. And, uh, yeah, chose the Goblin Shaman, not Shaman, Shaman token uh, for, that goes with uh, Fable of the Mirror Breaker. And, uh, yeah, Pat went, uh, went and actually got a custom artist to do this. So, he's used previously, was it Katie? What's her, yeah, what's Katie. Someone? Yep. Yep. Uh, who's done a lot of the tokens in the past that have been quite sort of, I guess, like comic style Maybe They're very be, cool, uh, like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, more like a comic book style, absolutely. Yeah, uh, whereas this time, yeah, Pat's commissioned, uh, like, not not that I'm going to be, I'm, someone's going to shoot me down for this, <laughs> more of an artistic styling, I guess, uh, like it, it looks like a fancy-as piece of artwork. A, a classically artistic, yeah, no, yes. I'm not saying, you're not saying that yeah, this t- person's more <laughs> talented to, than Katie, they've yeah, got a more someone. classical style, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, very, so, very cool piece of art. And, you did say uh, it's Fable of the Mirror Breaker, though, right? But if it's a yes. shaman, shouldn't it be Fable of the Mirror Breaker? <laughs> anyway, moving on. <clears throat> yeah, it should be. It ends in an E. Yeah. No. No, it's, it I'm ends just, in an so E. Call, so, it's calling out the fable. ridiculousness it's, of it's, the English language. What can I say? It's Fable. If it, if it ends in an E, then the, the first vowel says its name. So, it's A. So, F-A-able. Fable. Yeah, that's, that's right. Sh- shaman. Shame it, yeah. That doesn't anyway. Mean, anyway, yep, yep. All good. <laughs> English is weird, and uh, and I'm a bogan, so whatever. Deal with it. Anyway, yeah. This is cool now the time to tell you that people from Ballarat have weird accents? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this cool piece of art, uh, Pat did a giveaway, and uh, yeah, gave the uh, the original piece of art away this week. It actually went to Autolicus from our from our Discord. Yeah. Oh, congrats, Otto. To win That's that, huge. so it's yeah, yeah, getting sent over there. But yeah, it's really, really cool art. So I think Pat was saying on the video that he did for the giveaway that he's p- potentially looking at getting some prints of it done from the artist to you know do more giveaways or playmats or, or things like that. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's beautiful, but it um, is. yeah, very, very cool art. And yeah, massive congrats to Autolicus for for picking that up because that'd be pretty sweet to put up on the wall. And yeah, uh, yeah it just goes to show how good jpmtgbazaar.com.au is and uh, how much they give away to the community. Absolutely. All right. Well, shall we get into my very, very whirlwind quick US trip? It, it seems like you packed a lot into it. We were following along <laughs> on, you know, on the socials and, and all the rest yep. of it, and uh, you were giving us a few updates along the way directly. So, first of all, tell, tell us how... 
I know you you and Cracker did a cast how you qualified, but just just recap on on how you got there, and then we'll talk about you know actually being there. So Battle Spirit Saga, we've talked about that new game. It's pretty fun, pretty cool. Uh, maybe good Christmas idea: go to your local game store, buy buy some decks, learn to play a new game over Christmas, uh, and then uh, you can you know beat beat Shorty at the uh, at the next yep, F and M. <laughs> but um, <laughs> But yeah, how how did you qualify? Yeah, so flew up to flew up to Brisbane uh, a month or so ago and played in a grand open, which is sort of their, I guess, the equivalent of a GP, a Grand Prix sort of thing. And uh, yeah, did pretty well there, and and that was enough to earn me some cash and a qualify qualification for their Pro Tour, which originally I was not going to go to. It was yeah the week before Christmas and in the US, and uh, yeah, it was kind of super expensive and not really worthwhile but upon looking into it further there was a another grand open that was being held in atlanta the weekend before Uh, i'm a massive atlanta falcons fan turned out there was a home game on that weekend as well the stars are aligning shorty stars are lining looked a bit more into flights and managed to sort of figure out okay with a bunch of Qantas points which i've sort of had stored up i could actually do it as a at a reasonable price and yeah just kind of Everything aligned and uh, went, all right, well, let's do it. I've, you know, this first time, like you said, you've been playing Magic forever and this first time I've qualified for a pro-level event. And, uh, yeah, I thought, oh, let's give it a crack, which I went and did. Amazing. So, flew into Atlanta or flew into LA and then? Yeah, into into LA and then, yeah, over to Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, played in the Grand Open the first week, I uh, got to stay with some guys who I'd sort of touch base with, uh, Cam and Eric from the Absolute BSS podcast. Awesome name, Absolute Great BSS. Name. Great yeah, very, name. very, very good. Yep. Yeah, these guys are kind of kind of where we were when we first started. Their tagline for their podcast is "casual pe- for the casual petitive player." Okay. Okay. Which is basically what, like we were we like were for the, the casual, casual competitive, competitive, competitive casual player. or whatever it was, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. so okay. for for people who want to play, want to play seriously, but also you know have a bit of fun and play casual on occasion, that sort of stuff. It's yeah, they're not they're guys that work full time like us and you know play on the weekends and you know uh, into it and would like to do well at tournaments, but you know don't aren't dedicating their lives to tournament play and that sort of stuff so top blokes really really cool um yeah they were nice enough you know never met me before they met royce in uh utrecht in uh, in the netherlands when uh, when he went over there for for the pt over there okay and yeah without without ever meeting me they were nice enough to go yeah sure you can stay in a in an airbnb with us so awesome blokes had a had a great time with them uh they certainly opened my eyes to how weird america is compared to australia yeah, it's a it's a strange country. The the economy and <laughs> oh, they they, they do things differently. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're interested at all in in getting into Battle Spirits and, and just sort of learning a bit more, they do their podcast on YouTube and then release a uh, an audio version of it later. So yeah, go and look them up. Absolute BSS on YouTube or on uh, you know Spotify or wherever you find our podcast, you'll find theirs there. Yeah, shout and, out uh, to those guys as well. Like any other Aussie. Um, content creator. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not Aussies. They're Americans. Well, I thought you said they were from Adelaide. No, no. Okay. no. So that was no. another. Oh, so there were two other Aussies who went over to ah, right. uh, to okay. the same events as me. Way, who uh, I believe you have. Way's a magic player as well. Yeah, been yeah. kicked around the Melbourne scene a bit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
uh, yeah, plays a whole bunch of different games. Uh, and then a guy named Akura, or his, his name is actually John, but goes by Akura, uh, who's yeah comes from Adelaide. And uh, right, okay, wisecrack. Yeah, right. sort of okay. dabbled in magic a little bit, and uh, yeah, played a bunch of other games as well. So yeah. Got to sort of catch up with those guys over there as well, but now Cam and Eric and from the Absolute BSS podcast, they are they are Americans from Nashville. Nice, and, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, top top blokes. So it was awesome of them to out of the blue just yeah ne- never met me before, let me come and stay with them in an Airbnb. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, community into Atlanta. That's, that's so good. Yep. Um. So I I know that. You know, as you mentioned, you're you're a fan of the Falcons. But before we get to what was probably the highlight of your trip, is seeing a Falcons game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how'd you go? How'd what, what was a what was the tournament like? How's the venue? How did your yep. deck feel? How'd you go? Yeah. So the tournament was held at the CNN Center, which is in Atlanta, as in the television is, station. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's like a big, it's almost like a big shopping mall, but it's it's actually like. CNN headquarters. There's like a food court and all that sort of stuff there, but there's also hotels built into it. And the tournament was held in the atrium of the hotel, which is like there's like the there was three big towers around of of hotel rooms, and then in the middle of that is an atrium, which I don't even know what it is, but it's like a big open airy section. Yep. It's an atrium. Yep. Yeah. Which I, yep. I never even I didn't even know the word atrium. Are you in construction? Until, until going, okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't build atriums. <laughs> anyway, it okay. was it was actually really cool. Like you were just in this massive open you weren't in a, you know, dingy little stinky room with a bunch of nerds. You were in this big open, airy place with heaps of natural lighting and, you know, tall hotel buildings all around you. And was, like members of the public just like going about their yeah, business yeah. around so you. So like yeah, all wow. of the all the hotel rooms that were sort of facing into that area had their, like, balconies that were overlooking this atrium. Going, what so, on earth are these nerds <laughs> doing? Yeah, so they're all looking down and, and talking to a few of the other guys and saying, you know, every time they jumped in a lift, there'd be people – because the, the lifts were on the on the atrium side of the, the hotels. Oh, with the and glass. Were, were glass. So, yeah, you know, cool. they're going up in the lifts and they're looking <laughs> down and this sort of thing. So, and, and, yeah, guys are going up, in the, up and down in the lifts and, and all the, you know – the regular people, the non-nerds, are in the lifts going, what is going on down there? So, yeah, it would have been really interesting for, for them. But awesome venue. Uh, the the TOs for that event did a fantastic job. They were really good at communicating, you know, this is what's happening. This is when lunch breaks are. This is how many people are going to qualify for the Pro Tour from this event. Like, just – and, you know, throughout the day saying, okay, you know, these are the giveaways we've got going on. These are the side events that are happening tomorrow. All that sort of stuff. Just just really, really well run. The the TO had their own vendor there selling singles and then there was another sort of semi-local store who brought all their product and had singles and sealed product and were, you know, buying and selling cards and all that sort of stuff. Just really, really well run event. It was was fantastic. Right. The only <laughs> issue became later on. So it was it was eight rounds. Round one didn't start till ten thirty, so we didn't finish till like 8.30-ish. Wow. And once it, okay. once it hit like 5 p.m., it became very clear that there was not going to be enough light. <laughs> so, in this atrium, you don't oh. have overhead lighting. No, there was it's just like, like windows on the roof, right? Yeah, there's, there's windows everywhere, so there's heaps of natural light during the day. But around the edges of the atrium, there was like mo- effectively mood lighting. Uh, but that's not so good when you're playing 
card games in the middle of the atrium. So Did they hand the out last... head torches or something? Or? No, it's, there was <laughs> the last couple of rounds. There was a bunch of people playing like with their phones, like propped up on deck boxes, and wow. it was like you could see, but. Certain cards, you know, certain cards had like dark text boxes and things like that. And so I, I had mm. a few times where someone would play something and it's like, I, I, you know, I need to read that card again. I, like I, I just need to confirm what the text is. And I would take it from their side and look at it. And I'd, I'd just be looking at it going, I, I cannot read this. The, this is just a black box. And I would have to pull my phone out and turn the torch on <laughs> to, to read the card. So it was not ideal. Obviously, the TOs weren't aware that that was going to be the case when they picked this venue. Uh, you know, they they would have seen photos of the venue and all that sort of stuff and gone, yeah, look, like there's heaps of light there. And then it wouldn't have been till on the day that they're, as the light's fading, as the sun goes down, that they're going, oh boy, this is not good. So yeah, I think if the, if the day hadn't have been run so well, there would have been a lot of complaining. But the, I think the rest of how the day went sort of made up for that. But yeah, I, I've, I can't say I've ever played a tournament by torchlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think if I've experience. played magic like in a tent camping or, or anything like that. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, probably done that, but probably. Yeah, but not when a you're tournament. in a tent, you can sort of <laughs> you can yeah. That. When you're playing a grand open for like twenty five grand cash, it's uh, yeah, it's not kind of. Oh, I'm never gonna complain again about fluoro lights having glare on my opponent's yeah, yeah. sleeves. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, so, so what deck did you play? Uh, so I played the same deck pretty much that I've been playing since I started Battle Spirit. So I played red, which is not it's not red as in like magic red. It's red in Battle Spirits is more more mid-range, which yep, okay. As you know, mid-range is not my favorite no. style of play of magic, but it's it's a bit different. Like it's it's a color that can be aggressive, but also has a lot of answers and removal and it it's it's basically it, it is the best color in the game in that it can do everything, okay. but it doesn't have, and, and this is a conversation or, or a thing that I've heard a lot over the last couple of weeks. In Battle Spirits, when you're, you're building your decks, a lot of the decks uh, have what people refer to as a high roll, and, and I guess it would be the same in Magic where, you know, if you get that perfect opening hand, it's oh, like- the ceiling, I can, right? The ceiling yeah, it's of like, the deck, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I get the hand that I want that this deck is built to, to do, I can- you know, basically kill my opponent on turn two or three or whatever, or it just, you know, it just goes off. Like, you just generate so much value that there's no way your opponent, doesn't matter what your opponent's doing, they can't can't beat you. Is it a case of, like, the game is actually, like, finished and you're shuffling up at turn two, or the game is you're it, so it, far it ahead that the game's practically sometimes. over? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it can be that. There are some really, really fast decks that can do that. Yeah, um, but the, yeah, there's other decks where it's like I've I've just I've generated so much advantage over the first two or three turns that this game is over. Like yeah. it may take a little while, but there is no chance you can come back. And yep. red, the red deck doesn't have that. It is yeah, it is just mid range. It's like yep, doesn't matter what you're doing un- unless my opponent has their crazy high roll. I'm always going to be in this game. Yeah, which is not the style that I generally play. So it's been. Been You're a more, odd, but you usually I'm gravitate the high towards the glass cannons, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. interesting. Different yeah, yeah, game though, like that's completely understandable. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's it's what I've played through all the tournaments that I've played, and it's it's kind of which I'll touch on a little bit later. I I haven't tested at basically at all for any of the battle spirit stuff that I've played, and so it's kind of been a case of I know this deck. It is it is always going to be well positioned. It's you know it's it's updated a bit over, over the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, like it literally is junk. It is the junk yeah. of 
yeah, yep. of, okay. uh, of Battle Spirit. So, so how'd you go? How'd you end up, despite playing in the dark? Yeah, I, I was happy that I picked that deck. It was a good deck for the day. Uh, I ended up five and three. So it was eight, eight rounds. Yeah. Um, which got me 40th out of 137, which I was certainly happy with it. I was a little yeah. bit annoyed. I, I thought I was locked for top 32, which got you cash. I lost on the, in the last round I was playing on table 12. Uh, okay. I was right up there. All The two losses that I'd had to that point, they were both playing like on table five and above sort of thing. So, I, so my breakers, well, I assumed my breakers were really good. Should have been my losses, good, right? Yeah, yeah. Went to, to really good players. I lost my last round. I got paired in my last round to my w- absolute worst matchup, a, a matchup that is almost unwinnable for, for my deck. Okay. Unless I, unless I yeah, do get a very good start. But, yeah, pretty, pretty tough matchup. And the guy I lost to actually finished second. He, he came second in the tournament. So, you know, I, I finished the day going, okay, well, all three of my losses were to people who are in the top 16 uh, of the tournament. I should have really good breakers. And then the final standings came out and I was 40th. And I was going, what is, wow. what is going on here? And, and I, you know, I looked at the standings and a 5-3 and three record finished in 20th. Uh, and the lowest 5-3 and three was like 47th or something. And I'm like, what's going on? Why am I so low in the standings? And it really confused me for a while. And then I started looking into it more and, and looked at all my opponents. And <laughs> it turns out, the guy that I beat in round two, so I, I I think I lost round one, I lost round four or five, and then I lost oh, round, losing I round, lost round one eight. is always always a hit to your yeah, breakers. So, so the guy that I lost to in round one made top eight, so that was fine. Okay. But the the guy that I beat in round two played out all his eight rounds, did not win a single game, ah, uh. and that just <laughs> massively tanked my. My, yeah, that's my rough. So all yeah. the rest of my opponents did pretty well, and I had one opponent who, good on him, played out his entire entire day, yeah, but went to play. Yeah. yeah, went zero and eight and didn't win a game, and uh, and that just killed my tiebreaker. So I was I was a little bit disappointed in that, but it, it kind of made me go, okay, well look, my result would put me in the top thirty-two. You know, good start, great, great. You know, yeah, start to the five three. If if you if if I went five three at a GP, I'd be like, that's a good day. Yeah, yeah, I was, right. I, I was stoked. Or a PTQ yep. or whatever. Like, that is that is really, really good. Yep. Actually, I'm just thinking the last, like, a 5-3 record, uh, that's what I had when we played Mono Red in Standard and we sideboarded the tank yeah, against yeah. the, yeah, like, I was 5-3 of that. And, like, I look back at that event fondly. Like, like I had good games. I won positive record. Yeah. Um, yep. That's, yeah, that's good. 40 out of 137th. That's, yeah, it's yeah. great. If I can end on a fifty-fifty record, I'm happy. If I can end on a positive record, it's like, yep, sweet. I've done. I've done great. I've I've had a good day. So, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And uh, yeah, just missed out on cash, but you know, it was a good good start to the trip. So that yeah, that was that was Atlanta. Atlanta was cool. Yeah, I did uh, did a bit of sightseeing around Atlanta while I was there. Stayed for a, a few extra days. Got to go to the Falcons game. It was was one of those situations where it's like if I do really well and I end up in top eight or top 16, then I'll be playing on the Sunday and I don't get to go to the Falcons game. But if I don't do that well, then I get to go to the Falcons game. So uh, Pretty good consolation prize. Yeah, you was, did well was, enough to feel good about it. Yep. Uh, and got to – and how'd the Falcons go? Did they win? Uh, no, they lost. So uh, oh, okay. <laughs> a, a uh, recurring theme in my 
uh, in my time in America was whoever the home team was that I went to see, they lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that uh, continued to happen. So, yeah, the fact the NFL game was amazing. That was – if that was all I got to go and do in the States, I was stoked because, you know, I've been a massive NFL fan for years and years and years. Yeah, loved the Falcons. Always followed them, all that sort of stuff. Played Gridiron as well. Yeah, played Gridiron, like, yeah. coached, yeah, all, all that yeah. sort of thing. And never thought I would ever get to go to an NFL. I just America was like, nah, it's too expensive. I'm, I'm just not going to get to go yeah. there. And, but to, yeah. to get there and then to see your team play, yeah, yeah, uh, was, you know, you could have awesome. you could have gone to you know New York or whatever and and, and seen whatever team play. Yeah. But to see your team play is pretty cool. Yeah, 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 and it, it, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Americans. The one, the one thing that they do really well is sporting events. <laughs> yeah, they're good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, went to went to the Falcons, uh, and then the following night went to an Atlanta Hawks basketball game. Yeah, managed to get to two two NBA games while I was there, which is awesome. Same thing, just awesome events, awesome stadiums, just re- really cool. The the hype that the they sort of get good going at the, at the games. Yeah. yeah, just just amazing. Uh, had a a trip to so flew from. Atlanta to Portland was where the Pro Tour was via Las Vegas and had a like a 10-hour overnight layover in uh, in Vegas. So, went and walked the strip, you know, went, yeah. got, got, the, an, got an Uber to the, uh, to the Welcome to Vegas sign and got the photo with that and then, yeah, walked up up and back down the strip and that sort of thing uh, in the middle of the night, which obviously, you know, Vegas never sleeps. So, that was fine, but it was freezing. Goodness me, that's one thing I did... I was not quite as prepared as I should have been for in America. Man, it was it was cold. And you're yeah, in the desert cool. in winter. It gets pretty chilly. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was four degrees as I'm walking up and down the the strip. And for those who don't know, Shorty, yep. four degrees for Shorty is minus four for a normal person, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Like fifteen degrees for me is cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> in Portland, the weather was a low of. Two to a maximum of nine. <laughs> was, yeah, wow. It was not good. Uh, it was actually minus two one of the mornings in uh, in Atlanta, so that was yeah, not fun. But anyway, okay. I managed well, to walk. Uh, I, I worked it out later. I walked in a 48-hour period from, like, sightseeing in, in Atlanta and then, like, airport stuff and then going to Vegas and walking up and down the Strip and then like more airport stuff and, and whatever. I walked 35Ks in, in two days, so... That was. Uh, I had some sore feet after that. Now, did you do, did you do that with a fifteen kilo backpack and set up your tent every night and had to filter water and? No, I did. I did sleep on the ground in the airport in Vegas. That was uh, oh, okay. for about an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're not the not the first person. You won't be the last person no, to sleep I, I on the ground all, in the airport was, in Vegas. I was definitely <laughs> surrounded by other people doing the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an experience. I tell you what, I don't, I don't know if you. I mean, you've done you know your hiking trips and you you go out uh, kayaking and that sort of stuff on your own. Yeah. But traveling on your own without kids is it is a very different experience when it's just like what well, I just do you know what I want and I go to the airport and I don't have kids hanging off me. Yeah, doing it without kids and, would be <laughs> easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also like. You're only relying on yourself to get yourself yeah. places yeah. and things. And that's what I love about hiking and, and, and kayaking and just generally being in the bush on my own is like I'm walking up this steep hill and it's hot and it's hard. I don't have anybody like saying, you know, trying to motivate me. Oh, come me. on, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're like, 
a, you don't have to anybody doing that, but like when it gets hard, you don't also don't have any, you don't have your wife going, yeah, come yeah. on, we can get Push there. It. It's yeah. all internal. And yeah. it's, it, it, I guess navigating a, a track or a river or a creek or whatever, trying to, you know, not get lost hiking would be a similar sort of scenario to a, uh, a city in another country. Yeah, like I need to get from downtown a to B. Atlanta and trying to not get mugged. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Yeah, exactly. So, it's uh, which was a very yeah. constant threat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I've I have faith in your scavening abilities, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you'd get away. But that's all right. Um, so you mentioned Portland. Yes. Yep. So that's that was the main event, right? Yeah, yeah. So Grand Open Atlanta and then Pro Tour Portland, and yeah, I was super excited. Like like you said, you know, you've you've been to a Magic Pro Tour. It is anyone that I mentioned. You know, obviously, sort of leading up to it. People are asking, you know, it's it's like oh, I'm not here next week for work, and it's like, oh, where are you going? And it's like oh, I'm going to America. And what are you going to America for? <laughs> it's like I'm going to play cards and in a pro tour. And, and as soon as you say, it doesn't matter what it is, as soon as you say pro tour, it's like, oh wow, like that's yeah, that's awesome. Like people are super excited about. It. They got no idea what it is that you're doing, but it sounds impressive. So yeah, going into it is, that was yeah. was very very excited that you know I got got that opportunity. Yeah, decided to run back the same deck. I'd had a couple of other decks I was looking at, but same thing. It was, I was on my own. I, I was unable to do testing. You know, I didn't, I didn't have anyone else to test with. I was, <laughs> I was testing to, like I, I would just play two decks and, you know, play, yep. play the, the two things next to each other and basically, you know, play against myself. And I was able wow. to do a bit of that in Atlanta, but once I got to Portland, sort of where I was staying, I couldn't really do that plus you know i wasted a bunch of time with my travels getting you know and going through vegas all that sort of stuff so i got to portland and it was basically like like i said earlier that the deck is a good deck it was actually a good choice for the weekend uh, like red performed pretty well for the weekend put a few few decks into the top eight slightly different list to mine i did tweak my list a little bit which changed my mindset and I, I'll, I'll touch on that soon but okay yeah i i I tweaked the deck to be a little bit more aggressive, thinking that that would have a better tactic or sort of game plan against a couple of the decks that I was expecting to be more prominent at the at the event, which was a good call. But I'll touch on yeah a little, little bit later why uh, that was an issue. But yeah, was was generally happy with the choice going going into it. But um, yeah, I think oh, I guess I'll just talk about it now the yeah 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 go so. In Battle Spirits, I've, I've mentioned this before. You, as as you know as well, too, you've you've played a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your life is represented by the cores that you use to, which is also like, your resources, yeah, right? To to summon yep. your creatures. So you start off with four cores to, that you, that is effectively your mana, and you get an extra one every turn. But your life is also represented by these cores. And as as someone attacks you and takes your life, that life then goes into your reserve of cores to cast stuff. So. As you're being damaged through the game, you're actually getting more, effectively, more mana. It's like if I attack you in magic and I hit you for one, you go and fetch a basic land and put it into play so you've got an extra mana for the next turn. So it's a real, uh, like, tightrope sort of, sort of balance. <laughs> yeah, it's a real balancing act of, like, I want to be attacking you because obviously I need to win, but if I attack you too much and too quickly, I'm giving you heaps of resources for the following turns. And I... Th- it's like a I, game within the game, right? It is. It's and it's coming from Magic. It is. It's the it's the thing I've struggled with the most, and and this is where I went completely wrong in how I played this event. I got myself into a mindset of okay, I'm changing my deck to be a little bit more aggressive, and I just 
I, I approached my, like, the games in the wrong way. I approached the games going, right, I'm playing aggressive. I need to, you know, drop a bunch of dudes and just attack as quick as I can. And that's not how I should have been playing the deck. I can be more aggressive, but you want to be more aggressive in committing to the board, but you need to find the right times to attack. And you need to sort of look at, okay, if, if I attack you with one creature and I'm giving you one core next turn, what does that mean for your next turn? But if I attack you with three creatures and give you three cores for next turn, well, that just completely changes how much you can do next turn. And so often I would have these aggressive starts, give my opponent heaps of resources, and then just not be able to close out the games. And that was that was right. my mindset of, oh, I've changed my deck to be more aggressive, I need to be more aggressive. And I, I didn't realize that I was doing that until late in the day. And it was like, why am I doing that? And I, I'd started sort of looking back at my matches going, I've just been playing these completely wrong. I did also make a ton of just bad mistakes. <laughs> just dumb things where you, you, know, you cast the spell and then you go, why did I cast that then? That was the worst time to cast that spell, and now I've cast it, and I've just thrown away that card for for basically nothing. So, yeah, do you think that poorly. was like the travel and yeah, yeah, and, I, I, things I think, and you were just I think the the so the lack of testing, the night in Vegas where yeah, effectively I was awake, like I sl- I literally slept for an hour on the floor in the the Vegas airport, and I yeah, I work, walked thirty five k's in in that two day period. Not the best pray. Yeah, I was. I got sick after Atlanta as well, like probably just from how cold it was, whatever. So going into the weekend, I was not in a good uh, space. Like, you know, didn't have the right prep, physically was trashed and still coming down from being sick and that sort of stuff. And then just just generally just played poorly. So it is super tricky. Like like I said, that's the the thing I've struggled the most with in in Battle Spirits. And that's what, what makes the game really cool is that tension of... I need to close out games, but as I'm trying to do that, I'm giving you more more resources, and it's it's what makes it super super interesting. So yeah, yeah, definitely lesson uh, learned. Uh, it would have been good to have gone into it with yeah with some actual testing, but yeah, it was a bit hard. And when some, I was sort of on some my better own. rest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So okay. Yeah. How did you end up? So I ended up two and five. It was seven okay. rounds, and. <laughs> One of those wins was a free win. My round one opponent didn't show up. <laughs> so okay. I started the tournament with a win and it was like, sweet, free win. Opponent didn't show up. Awesome. And then it's I got, just- It's my day. Just, Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I just okay. lost. I lost like three in a row. So I was like one and three and then man- finally managed to get a win and then uh, yeah, lost. Lost my last round or whatever after that as well. So uh, it was pretty- disheartened and disappointed and as soon as the last round was finished i i went straight outside and called cat <laughs> yeah like, call cat like it was timing wise it was it was good and you know just get the kids on the on a on a video call yeah. and just just talk to the people i've been missing sort of thing and yeah yeah it was like yep yeah, i'm done I've, i'm tired i'm i'm, I'm ready, ready to, to go come home. home yeah yeah, yeah. okay Yep. So yeah, hundred third out of hundred and twenty. So it was yeah, it was definitely not where I wanted to be. The the top team there are there's starting to be teams in Battle Spirits like you get in in Magic uh, okay. groups of guys that, that do quite a lot of testing. Uh, so the team they they put five players in the top sixteen and three Huge. of them were three of them were in the top eight and two of them ended up in the finals. <laughs> So, wow! Uh, yeah, they were playing a mirror in the finals. Um, yeah, they they brought a good deck uh, that they'd tested a lot and tweaked 
to you know have some really good matchups and have some really good tech cards and, and that sort of stuff. So definitely showed good players to start with, but done a lot of, did a lot of testing and and found sort of this is where you want to be in the metagame, that sort of stuff. So yeah, they they did an awesome awesome job. So shout out to them. Uh, Worlds invites from the tournament were meant to go down to top sixty four. So my my sort of aim or my my hope was do well enough at the two events combined to earn enough cash and finish top 64 in the PT to get a Worlds invite so I could go back at the end of January and, and play in Worlds. Missed out on that and didn't get any cash either, so uh, we'll not be going to Worlds. But we then found out later that- Not the this Worlds, year at least. Yeah, the uh, the Worlds invites are actually passing down. So from the three PTs they've had this year, obviously there's a bunch of people that have finished top 64 in all three events. So they're- yep. Invites were being passed down for okay, three. Okay, make sure they're the seeding things. worlds really well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> we found I found out this morning from the PT that I played in, the world's invites got passed down to hundred and second. Oh no! And, <laughs> <laughs> and I finished hundred and third. Oh, and, dude, that's uh, rough. Akura, the guy from from Adelaide, finished hundred and fourth. Oh. Okay. So uh yeah, I mean even if I got it I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to go like it's yeah, the, it sort of made me realize this this week it's like it is just it's a lot of time away from the family. It's time away from work. It is super expensive and unless yeah. I bro you know, we're 40 not 20, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless yeah. I earned a bunch of cash and it was like, "Yep, this is a free trip back to the states." Like it's it's just sort of not not worth it. So Shout out to Rolling Royce. He got his world's invite passed down from his trip to Utrecht. I think he finished 70th over there, so that was a pretty easy pass down, but I don't yeah, think congrats. he's going to be going to be going as well. Um, but yeah, it was uh it was pretty classic to <laughs> finish 103rd and have the the world's invites go down to 102nd. Yeah. That's, uh, so that's Rolling Royce probably needs to start a team uh with the I know up uh, in his neck of the woods there's uh, a good little BSS, pardon me, BSS community. So, yeah, yeah get on that team action and, yep. uh, yeah, we'll have a, uh, have a better showing next year for sure. Yep. Um, awesome. yeah, the, the PT itself was interesting. Uh, it was run by a different TO and it, it just wasn't as good, to be honest. I was expecting more bells and whistles for a pro tour and this really, really wasn't. The, the Atlanta Grand Open was, like I said, really, really well done. Guys did a fantastic job. They ran a bunch of side events on the Sunday that had heaps of awesome prizes. They were cheap cheap side events, heaps of really good prizes. It was just really good. Had the vendors there, all that sort of stuff. The PT had no vendors at all. Wow. There was like you you could not buy cards. You couldn't buy it. There was no sealed product to buy. There was there was literally nothing. It was the communication was really poor. Like they they didn't really give much communication through the day about like world's pass downs or anything like that. They they mentioned there's going to be side events tomorrow, but at no point did they say what, what they, they were, were how to sign what, up, but what yeah. time they were starting, anything like that. So the, the on the Sunday, I rocked up at like just before ten, and I go over to you know one of the judges that's sitting there. It's like so side events. They're like, oh yeah, uh, I think we're doing drafts, uh, but I don't really know yet. Uh, we'll probably announce something soon. And so at like ten thirty, eleven ish, they. Came over the mic. They're like, uh, "Yeah, we're doing drafts. It's this much, okay." The the pricing for the drafts. So the drafts were ten dollars US plus surcharges and taxes, as everything seems to be in America because yeah. they, they can't list list correct prices. You you drafted and you played, and for every draft you played in, you got a raffle ticket. 
And then if you won the draft, so if you went 3-0, you got a second raffle ticket. And that was it. That was the prizes. And the raffle tickets got you... Uh, the the prize for the raffle ticket was a giant printing of a certain card, and that was it. There was so you did the drafts, you got nothing for it other than the cards, and then you got a raffle ticket, and and that was it. There was no promos like Battle Spirits has like promo packs and yeah. all sorts of stuff that they could give out, and there was there was nothing. It was it was actually really poor and and really quite disappointing. The pro tour that Royce went to in Utrecht. They put on free drafts, like you could play free drafts, free sealed all day, and they gave out promo packs and prizes and things like that. And it, it, like it was an awesome event. And I think that's what happened at the PT that you went to, like for Magic back in the day. Well, that's, um, that's there was a, a a player dinner the night before. Yep. Uh, so they fed us, and every table had three Law and Booster packs, and yep. they were t- the tables were eight seats, um, and then. The side events were uh, quite cheap and really well supported, and there was yep. a lot of yeah. So it was not and you got like you've got your, like your pro tour shirt and yeah, and, and there was like a, a, a bag, and, and I, I got yep. a um uh what's that green white enchantment that doubles your mana? Yep, you know like the pro tour promo card, Marari's wake, Marari's mm-hmm. wake, yeah, yep. like all sorts of stuff like that. So uh, it was it was really really cool. Um, yeah. Magic's also done. It wasn't at the one that I went to, but um, they they had like a players' lounge where they had like an area where the players could like hang out and uh, you know with like tea and coffee and, and and drinks and like you know there'd be like I don't know like snacks. So yep. <clears throat> yeah, it was a um, and you know ma- obviously Magic organized place changed you yes. know quite a bit <laughs> over the years, but you know it's. Uh, you know, for for a pro tour, you do expect a certain level of uh of 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 being an event, right? Like yeah, a, like pomp, a bigger pomp event, and ceremony sort of stuff. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so well, I was, did, I was did a, they have like feature match areas and things? Yeah. Or? So they did have. So they had a had stream coverage uh, yep. for the event, which That's they had. Right. For we saw your Atlanta B-roll. Well. Roll. Check out the yeah, Discord yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I was I was on the B roll in a couple of spots, so that was the extent of me getting on coverage. But uh, yeah, they had that, but it was. You couldn't watch. Like, they had a projector set up for the stream, so that was good. You could watch that, but you couldn't actually watch the players playing live. Like they were sort of secluded. Off, off. Um, you couldn't even see where they were playing, to be honest. But uh, yeah, that was that was good. They had yeah, they had a projector, so you could watch that, but with no sound, so you couldn't couldn't hear anything. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was honestly a bit disappointed in the how the pro tour was done and organised, and it just it wasn't it wasn't the event that I thought it was going to be, which was. Was a bit of a letdown, especially after how good the Atlanta Grand Open was the weekend yeah, you before. Had, so. had an expectation that it was going to yeah, be exactly. even bigger, yep. right? Yeah. Also, got to say, I've ne- I've never been to a Magic tournament where I've been like metal detected and like check your bags and <laughs> what's the right. That's, that's what we do <laughs> when, when you're in Portland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I uh, I managed to take down one of the drafts. I uh, I, I oh, went nice. in two drafts, and yeah, the second draft I I three owed so. It was a nice way to finish my uh, my battles. Yeah, playing. nice. Well done. Yeah. Yep. Nah, so, that's yeah. That's really, really cool. <clears throat> that was the uh, that was the event, and uh, yeah, it was all all done and dusted. And sounds like an awesome trip. It really does. It was. And yep. and like I know you didn't get the result that you wanted at the main event, but it it doesn't diminish the achievement of, of getting there. So you know, like I I know you know it stings a bit when you you know it literally fly up to the other side of the world to do this thing uh and and you don't 
you know, do as well as you'd hoped. But the fact that you had the opportunity to fly to the other side of the world to, to play against the best in the world is, is an achievement in itself. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't lose sight of that. So it's good. Yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I had had an absolute blast. The the whole it was yeah, it was a whirlwind. It was like eight days or whatever that I was there. It was it was a lot of fun. I definitely learned some things. You know, uh, there's been a bit of chatter in our um, Discord about you know it really is either a young person's game, like playing yep. anything. You know, magic, whatever. It, it really is. It favors young people who don't have kids who've got a bunch of spare time to put into the testing and that sort of stuff, or people who you know are in positions in life where they're able to do all all that sort of stuff and where we're just not like I, I literally didn't test at all i played two games against eric in our airbnb on the friday before atlanta and that was it that was the extent of my actual testing you just have to get by <laughs> on skill and talent surely you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's what that's, we're that's at, what comes, know, and yeah. i'm severely lacking in that so <laughs> yeah whereas like t- uh, Listening to the top teams, they tested over five hundred games of their wow. of their deck, and you just go, well, you can't you can't compete with that. And and I'm realistic in that I I wasn't going there expecting, hey, I'm going to win these events. Yeah, I was hoping to do, you know, like I said, a, at least a fifty percent win win rate sort of thing, which you know I did, I did well in Atlanta. I was super stoked with that. But yeah, what well, was a bit disappointing to sort of bomb out in. In the PT, but that happens in Magic as well. You know, you, I've <laughs> I've done it, and you've certainly done it as well. Where you, you go I've and play plenty a tournament, two five so, finishes, mate. Don't worry yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolute shocker. So yeah, it was good. Had it had a blast. Uh, we haven't had any announcements for next year's OP yet, but it's likely going to be the same. There should be grand opens in around, around uh, Australia and some PTs and that sort of stuff. So definitely keen to continue playing the game. The game is the game is really cool. It's, as I've sort of said before, it is so different to Magic. But it's a really, really well-made and well-designed game. And, and the meta, it is insane how diverse the meta is and how just small tweaks to your deck can make a really big difference. The one, one big thing is because you don't have lands, your, like your entire deck is just spells. So you're never, there's never, never sort of bad, bad draws. Yeah, there's always gas and, and it's, it, it completely changes the dynamic of the game. You, you never get in those scenarios where it's like, I've just drawn three lands in a row and I've literally done nothing. Like every turn you are drawing spells and if if you can tweak your deck and include those those little tech cards for here and there, then yeah, you you've got still you've still got that opportunity to draw those cards and instead of bricking and, and just drawing lands. So yeah, really cool. And um yeah, again, shout out to the the absolute BSS guys. It was yeah, really awesome to meet them and, and a bunch of their guys that they test with that uh yeah, just sort of hanging out with them and going out for dinner and just sort of catching up with them between rounds and you know yeah, the, very cool. the, myself and the other two Aussies were sort of the novelty in the room of <laughs> well, you guys flew all, all the way over here from Australia and yeah, that sort of thing. So um yeah, shout out to those guys as well. But Fantastic. So that's kind of well, it. Well yeah, let's um let's play some games over New Year's. Um yeah, when we're, yep. I'll have, when I'll we're have hanging some decks. Yep. Yep. And look, maybe I'll if there's a grand open uh in Melbourne or thereabouts. Uh, next year, um, you might convince me to tag along. Well, uh, See how yeah, we go. I'll try, try and convince you guys to uh, to come and play. Yeah, Rolly Royce, come down. You can stay at my house, mate, and, and yep. we'll go to uh, we'll go to the event. All right. Yep. Sounds um, good. So, twenty twenty three magic wise, we are a magic podcast. You wouldn't know it after the last forty <laughs> odd minutes, but uh, it's been been a pretty interesting year for the magic beans, isn't it? So. Mm. And and just sort of magic in general, magic I guess. Magic in like. general, yeah. There's been a, a few things 
that, you know, like yearly band cycles and like 50,000 different releases and all sorts of things. There's, there's been some bandings, there's been some, uh, you know, new formats sort of really sort of start to flourish with like Pioneer and, and things and, and then, like half the company getting made redundant towards, you know, just before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It, uh, so, like, in a sentence, what, what's your sort of thoughts? Like, how will you remember 2023 from a Magic the Gathering perspective? Yeah, it's um, – I think the biggest thing from this year is, yeah, it's just the volume of product that has been just pumped out. Like, I've – I've sort of obviously, you know, been pretty caught up in Battle Spirits. I've 100% have dropped off on how much magic I've been involved in. I've barely been playing for the last few months. So, like, for quite a, p- a period of time, the only magic I was playing was when I was streaming on, on Mondays, and that was, that was literally it. But I've just felt this year magic has been so overwhelming with just how many products have been just pure saturation right yeah, yeah. it's just in, like i uh, there is no way i can keep up like i still listen to magic podcasts every day like i'm while while i'm driving like i consume a lot of content and still it's like i don't even know half of these cards and i'm not not paying enough attention to them <laughs> like there's just so much that is coming out that i i don't even know if you're a new player coming to the game how you don't just walk in and go, what? There is how many products? I need to buy this product and this product and this product and this product. And there's just, there's just endless previews and secret layers dropping. Like, far out. There is just in, an insane amount. And that, like, that is, that is 2023 for, for me, for Magic. It's, I think, from a, like, format perspective and the game perspective, I think the game's actually been in a really good place. Uh, I think, as a whole, the formats have been in pretty good places. They've they've obviously you know done a few bands here and there, but that's sort of more almost to, to shake things up a little bit. But mm. generally, it's it's been in a pretty pretty good place through the year. How have you found it for this year? Um, I played a little limited this year because I I felt a little bit like you, where like the constructed formats have been so overwhelming, and maybe the constructed formats have been a casualty of all the other releases and, you know, there's eight different versions of any one card. So my normal heuristic of seeing a card, knowing what it does and just like moving on with my turn, I've actually got to go, I don't recognize that. It's some weird art. I've got to read it. Oh, it's that thing. And whilst it looks, it looks cool. The card looks great. Like aesthetically, uh, it like, it's harder to play the game because of that. It's like, it's almost like you're playing against someone whose decks, you know, completely in foreign languages. You know, you've got <laughs> yeah. to, yeah, you've got to kind of interpret things like that. So, yeah, I basically played a whole bunch of limited. Um, I've enjoyed some of the constructed that we've played, like, uh, I think a 5 0 to modern event earlier in the year and things like that. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, but, you know, so, you know, I've done okay at the events that we've, we've gone to. Uh, you know, I, I kicked around in Diamond for a little while at the, in the, towards the middle of the year, uh, playing Explorer, but I, I don't have a standard deck built at the moment. I, I played a bunch of limited out of the latest set and it was fine. Like it, it's not the most exciting limited format, but it's not the worst, but you know, I played it cause I like limited and I like magic, but uh, yeah, I guess like, just like you, 
you go, oh, magic. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed by it. So almost turned off by it and you know, into the future, I think I need to find a way to like block out the noise a yeah, little bit yeah. and, and go, what do I want to focus on and be able to sort of compartmentalize that? Otherwise, you just get lost in it. It, it is impossible to keep up with everything and yep. you, you've just got to go, what do I care about? And if all we did was play Commander, that'd be easy to do. If all we did was play Standard, that'd be easy to do. But because we're enfranchised players that enjoy the different ways of playing the game, multiplayer, single player, competitively, casually, then there's a lot for us to to keep up with. And we still, I don't, I don't know about you, but like I still have expectations on myself on like performing at events, you know, even though, you know, I don't have the time, like you, like you mentioned, uh, I don't always have, you know, the, the format knowledge. I still feel like, like d- despite all that, I still feel like I should, you know, do well at tournaments. <laughs> like I've been playing long enough and done well at enough events that, you know, I've got an expectation on myself. Yeah. So it's like when we go out and pl- try and play sports and stuff now, it's like in your head, you're still 20 and you can still, you know, run really fast and kick a footy and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And then, and then you go out and do it and you're like, you run for like 20 metres and you kick one ball and you pull your hammy and you're like, oh, man, I'm old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fitness and endurance and yeah. Yeah. like even to like, you know, the, take the analogy to the extreme, flexibility, right? Yes. So uh, recovery, uh, yep. all of that stuff. So, yeah, the sporting analogy is probably a good one. So, yeah, just so trying to go, okay, I can't play all the sports anymore. You know, I can't, I can't play, you know, soccer on a Saturday, um, footy on a Sunday and, you know, go and have a hit of tennis on Wednesday. I can't, my body is not capable of doing that anymore. So I need to sort of narrow my focus down and, and pick one. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. so that'll be the, uh, that'll be 2024 for me, I think. Uh, and yeah. it won't just be one for the whole year. It'll be, okay, we're going to play a Highlander event. Uh, in January, I'm focused on Highlander. I'm not going to think about anything else outside of that. Once that's done, I'll go, okay, what's next? And I'll, I'll focus on that and sort of try to break it down into bite-sized chunks. Yeah, yep. Yeah, like I said, yeah. it's, it is – if you try and focus on everything, it, it is just too much. It's too too overwhelming. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously – we do a podcast on magic and we try and keep up to date with everything that's going on and, and, you know, have opinions on all the different formats and all the different things that are happening. And yeah, it, it is for old people like us. It is, it is just too much to do. So our lives are full. Anybody who is 20, uh, who doesn't have kids who thinks like their life's hard, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I've got, I've got some news for you. Yeah. So, um, yep, from yep. the, from the beans perspective, um, you know, we've, we've, you know, pumped out our podcast and we've done our leagues and, uh, felt like because of Arena and its technical issues in the latter part of this year, we've kind of stumbled over the line. Yeah. Definitely. With things and still, you know, still in the process of stumbling. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We've got a top eight now at least. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the league, you know, we, we really enjoy the events that we've run. Uh, you know, had a, had a blast doing them. This year has felt very different. You know, we we did scale back. You know, we weren't doing the uh, the live streams for the top eights and, and all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of taken a bit out of the, uh, I guess, the motivation for running all that sort of stuff. 
and then to end the year with like if you if you're not even aware our league our wilds of eldraine league yeah <laughs> that, we, that we started just after wilds of eldraine released is still going we're now into Ixalar, <laughs> and we've only just started the uh, the top 8 like we we were meant to do the envy Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, <laughs> almost yeah, three weeks ago at this this point. Uh, so we should have been done and dusted for our 2023 tournament series, and we still haven't even finished the league because arena's just been garbage, and and we've just had so many issues trying to get it done, and it, it's really put a massive damper on getting this league finished up and and wrapping up the year and all that. So shout yeah, out pretty, to the players that are still involved for still being yeah, engaged, yeah, involved. I mean, they're like they're still paying for huge. cash, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I know sort of a, a few of the guys that are playing in that. Uh, I've had conversations with a few of you, like your Rolling Royce and your, your Joffrey Biebers, those sorts of guys who've been playing a bit of Battle Spirits as well. They've they've been a bit disheartened with Magic, same sort of thing, like overwhelmed with Magic this year. And yeah, that's why they've sort of latched onto other stuff to play and, and have had a bit more excitement with, with that. So. It's been a weird year. Uh, yeah, we sort of, when we decided to scale back at the start of the year, the, the, the purpose of that was so that we could play more Magic, you know, get out to locals during the week and ideally get to some more big tournaments, that sort of stuff, and, and that just hasn't, hasn't happened either. So it's been, been a bit disappointing for uh, the amount of Magic that we've managed to play this year and, yeah, uh, who knows how that's going to go sort of leading into next year. As as you said, Chewie, our, our lives are just... Super busy. Kids are sort of getting to those ages where they've got a lot of stuff on. Like we've got sports on on weekends, and there's just always parties and things like that. So it does does sort of come pretty hard. But uh, yeah, we haven't had the discussion yet for next year. What the plan is in terms of podcast, tournament series, all that sort of stuff. We'll, we'll be making you know, we'll, an announcement at some point in yeah. the near future. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll chat about that uh, over the Christmas break, and then yeah, we'll uh, we'll let everybody know what the the plan is for next year. But we will. We will still be running the Envy early next year. Uh, I'm tipping it'll probably be Feb, most likely. Like, January's just going to be, by the time, you know, people are back from holidays or whatever, January's going to be sort of out, so probably Feb. I haven't spoken to you guys about this yet, but I would love, I would love to be able to run an in-person invitation. Oh, I've, I've got some I've, ideas. I've, I've got wanted some ideas to do this where for we can a do, really long time. Yeah, if we can get as many people as we can to come and do in-person and then have where we run it, have some remote setups for the people who can't be there so we can still play paper. So stay tuned. We'll we'll have a chat about that. That would be awesome. would be really, okay. really cool to do. I'm excited but by the, the concept of this. So Yeah, it's obviously a bit yeah. more work and, you know, would require some people to travel. But if people were keen, we're going to be keen on it, then I think we could uh, put in the extra work for that because... Yeah, after the poor end to the tournament series for this year, it would be fantastic to sort it kick out off twenty twenty four with uh, yeah. with something exciting, and then it means we don't have the issues of arena. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm just, still at a yeah. point where it's like I don't even know if we want to run an arena invitational because it's probably going to mess up on us. So we'll see how we go. But any other yeah. thoughts for uh, for the wrap up for the year? Um, a shout out to the community, like the the guys and 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 girls in Discord have been awesome like I, I feel like I've got like friends and you know I, I went on a trip mid-year and like went to Hemsey's house and uh, played some commander with him and Mr. M and, and that was that was super fu- super fun super cool uh, you know I've got you know developed relationships through magic 
through the Magic Beans Discord with with other people that you know they're not just people I play cards with; they're they're mates now. So uh, I've seen that sort of develop over the uh, over the course of the year, and and I've really enjoyed that. That that's uh, it, it's always been the people that you know keep you or keep me at least coming back to the game. So uh, seeing that grow beyond you know the people that you see at your LGS and events and stuff um, into something a bit more online and yeah it, it, it's great and you know you see the regulars in your stream and the banter and, and things I, I think you know a lot of people feel that way about you know one another so bit lovey-dovey yeah, uh, a bit, bit fluffy at the end <laughs> we but love you guys yeah but it's a, it's a good crew like we we wouldn't keep doing this if the you know people that we're interacting with weren't people that we enjoyed interacting yeah. with so yeah yeah great. I mean we've We've said from day dot every time we do one of these sort of wrap ups. What is it? It's like five years. Was it four years? I don't know. It's been a long time. We've been we've been doing this for. But I've lost track of time with COVID, mate. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, right from as, as soon as we opened up our Discord, like in those early days, and started getting people in, like that's just been the best part of this. That that community, you know, whether it, it is on the streams, people interacting on streams, or just in Discord, or or where, however you interact with us, it's that's always been. The best part of this, and yeah, massive shout out to every, everyone who's in there. If, uh, we say it every single episode. If you're not in our Discord, come and join us. It is, it's just an awesome place to be. Always awesome people chatting in there. You can you know talk about whatever you want and get advice on decks and all that sort of stuff. It's yeah, it's just fantastic. So yeah, huge shout out to uh, to everyone that's in there, and uh, yeah, we'll be definitely uh, continuing to keep the chatter going in there uh, over the Christmas period and into the new year. So. Absolutely, I think that's, yeah. That's going to do it. us. Uh, that's 2023 wrapped up. It's been a, a weird, interesting year for the, the world of magic and Battle Spirit Saga and whatever else has been going on. Uh, shout out to Cracker, actually. Cracker's not here tonight. I forgot to mention this at the start. He's gone and got COVID again. So it's uh, going through his whole family. So actually, so does Royce. Rolling Royce has got COVID again. Oh, uh, so okay. shout out to those yep. guys. Hope you feel better soon because uh, it's. Uh, yeah, rest up. Not, and I hope it fun. doesn't. Yeah, hope, hope you don't are bring it better by the Christmas. 25th. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Christmas, everybody listening, uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Uh, hope you just have some good time with your family and uh, a bit of time off work if you don't. Um, but yeah, it is a festive season. Everybody, please be safe on the roads, etc. Uh, and uh, have a uh, have a, a really good end of the year. And looking forward to hanging out again in twenty twenty four. Absolutely. Hopefully, you get one of the five million magic products that were released this year in uh, your Christmas stocking. <laughs> There's plenty to choose from. So. That'd be nice. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even think I need to do the uh, the usual wrap-up this week, you know, the drill, where to find us, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I guess the only thing on the way out, if you would like to talk to me about anything, yeah, come and find me on X or Twitter. Uh, you can find me at PSync. And if people want to chat to Chewy, where can they find you, Chew? At ChewyMTG. Very good. So that's going to do us for this week and for the year. Thank you, as always, for listening. Stay safe out there. Have a great Christmas. And, yeah, we'll hopefully see you all next year. Bye.